What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast back at it yet again. It is the end of October, the rundown of October. We're getting into Halloween season. Little stripper outfits, dirty little police outfits, bad nurses, good nurses. Whatever you enjoy. Hope you're having fun. Hope you're doing it right out there, leaf peeping. Getting some apples, making some cider, getting those soups ready for football Sunday, getting those chicken wings crispy, getting them cooked correctly. No need to have the veins or the organs still in the chicken wing. Get that chicken done right. If you're going to double crisp it, double fry it, double cook it, make sure them fucking chicken wings are done right. Anyway, hope everyone's doing good. Glad to be back. Crazy time to be alive always, just like every week, every time we do the podcast, something else is going on in the world. We had the Braves lose to the Philadelphia Phillies in the, you know, the actual playoffs of the Major League Baseball last week. Disappointing, the Braves had a great season, unbelievable season, offensive juggernauts. Just couldn't get the runs, couldn't get the pitching to finish off those Phillies, Bryce Harper, and a handful of long-haired, long-bearded men are now on their way to defeating their next opponent. We'll see how that goes. So congratulations, everyone, doing it big, doing it right. Shout out to the Aces and the WNBA for winning back-to-back titles. Ladies, gotta support the ladies. That's the only reason we here, fellas, is because the ladies, we got birth. We didn't come out of, well, we did come out of the membrane. That pussy hole. The uh, placenta. Came out of that, we come into it. Making another baby around the corner. Everybody out there fucking, living good, staying warm, staying dry. Yeah, so big disappointment this year. Uh, two years in a row, the Braves... You know, just couldn't get back into World Series form. You can only, only one team wins every year, so I know how it is. But shout out to Major League Baseball. Shout out to the Aces out there in Vegas. Bills, Buffalo Bills struggling in the NFL. I mean, got a win against the Giants late Sunday night, but ugh, just disgusting football. Bills just can't put it together offensively. And, um, you know, football season not not being so enjoyable right now. Winning a couple, you know, couple tournaments. Coming in third and such in uh, the freebies and DraftKings. Winning a couple $30 here and there. Winning some freebies out in FanDuel. You know, just stacking up, getting ready for the uh, actual gambling being legalized online and these sports markets in Vermont, this great state of Green Mountain, state of Vermont. Can't wait to uh, get those real bets, those real parlays going, and not the the ones they're trying to swindle me into getting. So, shout out to that super draft. So, the Bills struggling right now offensively, defensively. We've lost a couple key guys, Milano, Edwards, and um, it's just not it's just not clicking right now. It's going to be a tough season. It looks like our running back situation doesn't seem to be 
what it's supposed to be, the tight end situation. Dalton Kincaid is supposed to be good, and now he's been injured. He may play this weekend. Um, Just a tough, tough time for the Bills right now. Tough time for Bills fans. Shout out Bills Mafia. Shout out everybody doing it right to the Stemples. Hopefully we'll be seeing you soon with some uh, some of that smoked meat out there. Deep out there. But other NFL, a lot of injuries right now. Um, a lot of players not playing up the par. You got the Rams playing pretty good. without a, And they just lost their running back for a couple weeks. Who was playing great, the... The, uh, who else is, who just got all those fucking touch? I think it was Kyron Williams, no. He did have all the touchdowns. Uh, uh, Moster on, um, Miami. He's got like 12 touchdowns this year. It's only six games in. Miami's playing really good. The Rams playing really good. They got Cooper Cup back a couple weeks ago. Plus with their, uh, I think he's a rookie. Nakao. Playing really, Pacquiao, playing really good uh, the first couple, first three weeks without Cup, and having Cooper Cup back now has just uh, opened up a lot of things for the Rams. Matt Stafford over there, easy targets when you got that kind of talent. But a lot of rookie, a lot of rookie quarterbacks out there making rookie mistakes. Fun to watch. I love football, regardless. You know, it's it's tough. You're talking about the best players against the best players. Can't always have a 34, 24, 31 game. Last night you had the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, Trevor Lawrence was a little banged up last week. Came out, had a, you know, just put together a good game. Travis Etienne making some touchdowns. And a pretty good uh, Thursday night football game. Wasn't able to watch it. Got into some dirtiness. Uh, after hanging out, playing a little golf yesterday. Last round of the year, probably. A little 65 degrees. Got some sunshine. Had a nice little meal. Beautiful waitress out there. Wish I could get her name, get her number. Be the father of her kids. Grow old and die next to her every morning. But that's probably not in the cards. Because I don't hang out at the bar. I'm not a bar watcher. Too goddamn old to be out there chasing tail. Beautiful set of tits on this broad. Beautiful smile. Beautiful tanned skin. Just gotta love the sexiness. Gotta admire the pure beauty that women have. The guidance to allow us to be alive. Raise the children. You know, that motherly figure. You gotta have it. If you want a sane culture, you gotta let the women in, men. You gotta let them in. Let them settle down. Grow the uh, gain roots, spread their wings. You don't need to coddle a woman. They can do everything else. They can do what you can. They can do everything you can except for piss standing up. Otherwise, they piss all over themselves, but that's it. Shout out to the ladies out there doing it right, holding it down. Holding it down, raising the generation, the next generation. Because you know these cocksuckers out here ain't doing it. So the Celtics preseason just finished. Uh, The bench ain't looking that dynamite. Didn't get to see a lot of Jordan Walsh, the rookie we drafted. Wanted to see what he was about. 
Wasn't able to see it. Don't know if he's injured, if they're resting him. I think he's going to be a key part off the bench if and when he plays. But the starting five is just, I mean, like I said, Christoph Sporzingis. We got Drew Holiday. Just having Drew Holiday when there's 10 seconds left on the shot clock, it just uh, eases the mind of a lot of things. For me, anyway, as a basketball fan, basketball aficionado, see things differently. Just see things differently on the court. You know, I know what's supposed to be happening, what could be happening, and what fails to happen. Porzingis just spreads the court open, makes it a lot easier. It's going to be easier for him, easier for everybody else. Drew Holiday, the same thing. Gets to where he wants to, anytime he wants. He's got the body. He can bang. Happy to see it. I'm excited for this season. It's all about health, though. It's all luck when it comes down to that. These guys have all the talent in the world. Got to be healthy, though. Got to got to stay off, stave off injury, stave off injury. I'm excited for it. Go to see the Celtics in January against the Timberwolves. See a young uh, Anthony Edwards out there, Carl Anthony Towns, my big boy Rudy Gobert. And some young talent in Minnesota. But we're going to Boston. Going to Boston Town. Doing it right. Meet up with a couple uh, parking lot pimps. Eat some good food. Lobster. Some chowder. La Grasa. You know. Do whatever you got to do here. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever you got to do out here. I'm excited about it. It's fall. The leaves are falling. There's, a, You know. Things are dying. Things are living. That's the cycle of life, folks. Cycle of life. You got Trump, old Donald Trump back at it again. You got in the election case. In the Georgia election case, you got his his ex-lawyer, the female lawyer who was out there pounding, railing against the uh, fake electors, the fake, the rigged election. You know, Contributing to the January 6th nonsense. This lawyer is finally uh, pleaded guilty. She's going to take a six-month probation and uh, testify against the remaining defendants, which includes her former employer and Donald Trump. And that goes to show you. You know, if a lawyer pleads guilty to something, you probably know you got a pretty good case. So, you know, all the nonsense, all the deep state, Biden's uh, judicial system or whatever. That's not the way the world works. I'm, it, it does work in similar fashion in, in that way. Yes, if you've got enough money, you can escape. You can escape some of these charges most of the time. I mean, you can get away with murder. If you got millions of dollars, billions of dollars, you can, get, you can escape murder charges. You can... Uh, you know, you can be in sex rings. You can do a lot of things with the money. You got enough money, you can get away with a lot of shit. There's no doubt about that. You can definitely get a lot with get away with a lot of things if you have the means to do so. But it goes to show you, if you're a lawyer, you're a former lawyer in a case where she is a defendant alongside you, but in separate cases, same charges, different case. Um, she pleads guilty so she can testify against you. Probably in some trouble, probably in some trouble because the truth is the truth. That's, I mean, it's hard to escape the truth. Once you're in court, it's really hard. 
once you're on trial, it's really hard to escape the overwhelming evidence. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Donald Trump having problems keeping his mouth shut because he just can't. I mean, he's getting old. He's what, what he like four years younger than Joe Biden. So all the sleepy Joe shit, Joe Biden. Yeah, we understand that. I'm not. No one's out here supporting any of these cocksuckers. You don't hear me going, "Oh man, AOC is the best senator you could ever imagine." Oh man, what the Democrats are doing so so good for the country. I'm not saying that. Never said it. Never spoke that way. But you got to call out the lunatics, the lunacy, the lunatics at these people. When when you actually have the proof to go ahead and say so. They say it themselves on their Twitter feeds. It's just ridiculous. You know, they're psychopaths. They're narcissists, psychopaths who just want to keep power. They want to make money. Legally, illegally, doesn't matter because they write the laws. But they don't make any laws. Similar to this Jim Jordan, who was uh, up for Speaker of the House the last week or so. Three votes, lost votes from his own party. Every single vote. Now he is not going to be running for speaker anytime soon. His own party voted secretly and uh, he is, his nomination has been thrown in the fucking mud. Now a little background on Jim Jordan. First thing you want to know, can't tell you how many years he's been in government work in Washington. But he has never been on a bill that has been ever sponsored a bill that has been formulated into actual law so that's one thing you want to know right there that shows you that the guy's not here to do anything but do what he does on instagram on twitter what you see on those viral clips if you're you know if you're into politics in any way he's he loves the biden hunter biden stuff he loves conspiracy theory shit he was um he railed for the fake elector, the the election being stolen. He was a big time part of that. Uh, and these people got to be held accountable. And I think this is just a little way that he was held accountable in within his own, you know, sect of people, his own uh, cult, uh, as you could call it, where they won't even put him in charge of them. Nobody wants this guy to be in charge. He also was the head of uh, Ohio State, like athletic program, when there were allegations of uh, sexual assault by the head athletic doctor at Ohio State at the time. This guy, Jim Jordan, sided with the doctor, not the children, who he's supposed to be there to protect. And, um, you know, somehow this guy became a, a part of the Congress, and this is what we get. This is what you get, folks. You elect dishonest sick putrid people you're gonna get sick putrid actions guys never done anything to help people helping laws get passed bettering the lives of american citizens he's just in there spouting conspiracy theories and running his mouth so he can get airtime and uh you know get more donors to back him so he can fatten his pockets and go on about his business with with no care about the American people. And then spit lies and disgusting untruths about other people so he can look like he's actually doing something or cares about you 
but when in fact has done absolutely nothing for anybody other than himself and his family. You can commend the family part, but when you're supposed to be there for the people and you're not doing anything for people, fuck you is what I say. Fuck Jim Jordan. Fuck any fuck uh Marjorie Taylor Green, fuck Lauren Baybart, Bobert, whatever the fuck that little hooker's name is. And when you you can call someone a hooker when they go into a uh we've talked about this on the podcast last time. She's over giving hand jobs, getting her tits grabbed at a play, and then says it never happened, but it's on video. So fuck that girl. It's just disgusting shit, you know. These people who just uh, who just continue to do absolutely nothing but argue and divide the country with their bullshit. Fuck those people. And how anyone doesn't know that who votes. If you vote, listen, let me give you a little advice here, folks. If you vote and you have no clue what you're voting for or who you're voting for, don't vote. Okay? Do me a favor. All 30 people who listen to the podcast, if you vote and you don't know anything about what these people have said or done, don't vote, please. Please don't vote because you're making a vote based on nothing other than your ability to vote, your right to vote, and your rights aren't real anyway. We've talked about that on the podcast. So fuck your right. Don't vote if you have nothing, no information to go on. Don't vote because you like the name of somebody. Don't vote because you've seen a video clip of somebody. Vote with an educated background on what the fuck you're talking about. Because if you don't do that, you're fucking the rest of us. You're putting the you're putting people like this in charge of governing. And they don't know how to govern. They don't govern. They don't do shit. So please do me a huge favor on election day. Don't vote unless you know what the fuck you're voting for. Or who you're voting for. Do a little background. You got all that time on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Plus, Netflix, HBO Max or Max.com. Whatever the fuck. Your illegal porn hub. I don't give a fuck what you do. But spend if you're spending time shitting, spend time learning information. If you're going out there to make a judgment or make a decision that's going to affect the rest of us. Because I'm sick of watching this shit. I'm sick of talking about it. I'd rather talk about people actually doing shit and how these, how people are actually doing things for other people that makes the country better, not worse, not making it disgusting, not a laugh factory. Making the world a better place. Making this place a better place so the world's a better place. You know, let's lead by example instead of just uh, saying, oh, well, it's my constitutional right. Or I got the right to vote. Or I'll tell a woman she can have an abortion or not. These fucking people, man. And why is there a discussion? You know, there's no debate here. I just want the facts. There's no, we don't need to have a debate about the facts. The facts are the facts. So don't come at me with any bullshit. I'm happy to end it, squash it, put it in a paper bag, light it up on your uh, front porch, and watch that shit burn. Burn, baby, burn. Similar to burning Israel-Palestine, little war in the Gaza Strip. This is a thousand-year war. These people are never going to get along. It's all about religion. As long as these people are religi- religiously... Uh, Oh shit, what is that term? 
Oh man, it's, it was right there at the top of tip of my tongue, just like a nice little dee. Um, that just someone who is just d- devoted, you know, devoted their life to religion. It, it it's a problem because every the moves that these countries make. The, the the they it, you know Muslims and Jews aren't gonna get along and you know there's always an extreme part and obviously the extreme part to Islam is that there are fanatics which have been that's been harnessed and used by you know similar to the way some of our Congress and senators or House of Representatives and senators have have moved. Some of our presidents have moved. They've they've leveraged, you know, this kind of, you know, divisive talk into creating and festering a part of their culture or religion into hate and destruction. And that's what you got. You know, this this war, this divide in Israel-Palestine has been there forever. Since the, since the day Jesus came back out of the cave, the resurrection. You know, it's written in the Bible, though the war started in the Bible. Isaac and Ishmael. What are you going to do? You know, you can know your Bible if you're going to know this shit. You can't just watch CNN or Fox News and think you're getting a history lesson about anything. They're just out there spitting or spewing, peddling their bullshit so they can sell ad dollars. That's it. These co- these TV companies only care about ad dollars. So they're going to spill and spew anything they can. They're going to say anything they can so they can continue to function as an entity at the end of the day. So fuck them. Fuck anyone who's hating another person based on some shit you didn't even create or you don't even know about. It's all bullshit. Anything written in a book was written by somebody else. So, you know, the Quran, the King James Bible, um, you know, I don't know the other, the Torah, I guess, whatever. I guess the Torah is part one of them, right? It's got to be one of them. And I'm sure there's a, a whole litany of religious text. But all that shit was written by human beings. And what's the best thing human beings do? Is fuck other human beings. That's how we got here, folks. Everyone got fucked. So instead of, uh, you know, believing what another motherfucker says, listen, see what they say, you know, and make a sound judgment. You know, how are you going to trust people who don't even allow women to, you know, go outside without a headdress on? Or they think that gay people should be, you know, drawn and quartered. You know, it's okay to uh, butt fuck your friend in the ass, in the sand. But, you know, when your wife wants to get a couple bukkakis in, that becomes a problem. You know, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Plus, you, in those places, unfortunately, you don't get the full gamma of what's out there for information 
you know, you're not going to get all the same books that you would in America, all the same television programs, because you don't have television, you don't have a lot of electricity, um, only certain people have cell phones, it's not like every kid that's 14 years old in Israel or Palestine or Iran or Iraq or Saudi Arabia has a has a telephone with all the information available. You know, I don't get Wi-Fi a couple of yards from the parking lot at a golf course out here. It's gonna be hard in the middle of the fucking desert to actually be getting information that isn't, uh, you know, printed up on a piece of eight by eleven paper and dropped off by militants and dictators, which we call propaganda. Uh, money. Bombs, bullets aren't going to fix this problem. We're not going to fix this problem. We have never been a very good ambassador to solving issues for other people. Good at creating them, such as the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, which caused the uh, Iraq war. All based on bullshit that at the time George Bush, our president... Went, went with okay, you know why? Because the war machine, the, uh, uh, Jesus, military industrial complex feeds, it feeds the beast is millions and billions and trillions of dollars to be made, contractors, you know, airplanes, military equipment, it's just, it never ends, it's just a, it's a cycle, the only reason they care about, the the reason these wars aren't, that Ukraine war should have been over in a second, you know why, because Putin should have been assassinated, this guy's killing innocent people, he created the problem, he should have been killed, that's how you end a war, you kill the sick fucker, you know, there's no, how was there a war in 2023? Now we got another war going on. Like I said, you can't fix a faith-based society. You can't fix it. It's not like you can uh, transplant minds and uh, generate years and build thousands of years of tradition. You know, it was tradition to have slaves in this country. Hard to fix that. 1960s, they were still getting poured, shot with water hoses, dogs sicked on them, lynchings, churches being burned full of black people. That was 1960s. 400 years was 400 years before that slavery. So what are we talking about here, folks? So when you, if you want to, if you get no conversation about Israel and Palestine, Gaza, Hamas, know what you're talking about. Know what you're talking about. It has nothing to do with any political bullshit. It's all about religion. It is what it is. You can't fix it. And we have nothing to do with it. <laughs> Our only invested interest is there's oil. if there's oil somewhere around. That's the only way our money gets spent. And it looks like a couple hundred million dollars or millions of dollars is being uh, you know, sent that way. So you can be upset about it. But president after president, 
Year after year, this shit happens. Either you hear about it or you don't. The money's funneled somewhere. The defense budget is through the roof. Meanwhile, your education, your children's education is diminished and dwindled down to nothing. They care, they care more about... Some people care more about putting policemen in your in your kids' schools so no people get shot in your school, your kids' schools. Some people think you should have gun laws. You know, that'd probably help out. Um, but what, if there's no compromise, you're going to get the same shit. It's the same cycle. So if you're not willing to do anything rationally to fix something, don't be irrational. Don't be Iraq. Don't be Iran. You know, it, it's it's a continuous thing. So understand that. Don't get into a debate about this dumb shit that you have no control over or can't don't witness. All the videos of bombs and places, buildings being blown up. It's all nonsense because you don't you're not there. You're not living it. Don't talk about it if you ain't been been there in there, you know. It's a it's a hard situation indeed. But that's a whole other side of the world. Somebody else has to be doing it. We have a lot of our own problems. But again, like I said, the really only way to do that, you got to chop the head off the snake. You can't just grab the tail cuz the tail's going to grow back. That's how a uh, that's how the reptiles work. I'm not a uh biologist in any means, but you know, I've done a little research in that way. I've seen a lot of um, crocodile hunter, if you know what I'm saying. A lot of snakes in the grass. And the grass is not growing as well as it used to because fall is on bloom right now. The leaves are falling. The peepers are out. The sun is setting later, or I mean earlier. That's just because the time, uh, uh, daylight savings time. Another system created, I don't know why, uh, farmers did it, I think, so they could understand the seasons better. You know what I'm saying? So I could understand when I gotta get up, gotta get a bell here, now, go be hell bell here. Fuck out of here, you dumb fuck. Listen, man, wake up when the sun comes up, go tend to the crops, and, you know, don't fuck Bessie on the way through town. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn overalls and dumb shit. I wonder I wonder why it took so long for uh people to fucking get educated properly in this country. There's too much space some some places there's too much space between us, you know what I'm saying? Definitely in my state. Definitely in my state. You know, I was listening to uh a little podcast the other day, uh it's called the it's called Missing, one of the first um uh, I think it was the first true crime podcast that I listened to and they were all about Maura Murray, a young girl who was going to UMass at the time. And she went missing up in New Hampshire. Some random situation. Car accident. She, was, she, she wasn't... Well, there was a car accident. She was in her car. Bus driver who lived a couple, couple hundred feet from where the accident was. Supposedly saw her. She said that she already called for help. He called the police. When they got there, she was gone. 
She's never been seen since. Her remains have never been found. This is like 20 years later now. A um, couple cases later, they talked about Brianna Maitland, girl from Montgomery, Vermont. Um, she was just a teenager at the time, I believe. Um, her car was found backed into a like abandoned barn, which happens quite a well. Abandoned barns happen quite a bit in the state that I live in because. It's like 78% forest. There's only a few towns with actual life. And um, and I'm lucky enough to have grown up and lived in this town. Uh, you know, an actual you know, town with running water, electricity, sewage, that kind of thing. But up in Montgomery, they were having a big drug problem. It was a crack cocaine problem up there. And I was listening to a newer... I think somebody, some guy wrote a book, an investigator who was working for the family at the time. He wrote a new book recently and he's been on the rounds now and he's talking about the case and they were talking about the drug problem and he was blaming the drug dealers for the drug problem. Well, let me tell you something. I've never done crack, never done heroin, never done... Never did opioids, methadone, or fucking, uh, what's that, uh, shit, oxycotton, all that shit, you know, the shit that's really fucking, have, has fucked with people throughout life, throughout the last, you know, since, you know, crack in the 80s really fucked, really fucked up life, and a lot of lives for a lot of people, mostly black people, because, it was a cheap way of getting high. It was like $10 for a, ba- a ba- little baggie of crack. And all you had to do was smoke it out of a bowl. People figured out, hey, boil this in a little water in a, in a, on a spoon. Inject it into a needle. And then put the needle in your arm and put it in your body. And you get it super high. Some people smoked it. Some people injected it. And it became a huge problem. Started the war on drugs which uh, encompassed most of every drug, uh, weed and everything like that. Mandatory minimums got created, passed by our uh, government, which caused people to get 25 to life for having like five grams of crack. Meanwhile, if you had 100 grams of cocaine, you only you could get off with a slap on the wrist. Uh, cocaine, a white drug, crack, mostly found in black America inner city black America um fast forward to the late 90s uh small towns small states finally get hit with these places it's just a wave that's the way that works you know when a drug or something becomes big in the inner city or in the cities it eventually spreads to places it wouldn't usually and in the 90s we didn't have the internet had just started uh, there was no social media at that time. You only had the evening news and shit like that. I think YouTube had barely started in nineteen, like the ni- late nineties, ninety nine, two thousand, maybe in two thousand one or something like that. Um, but you know, crack finally made its way to small town Vermont, small time, ta- uh, small town Iowa, Indiana, shit like that. So, you know, these people who were able to sell, uh, get this product. They came from the from New York, from Boston, shit like that. Drug dealers don't create drug addicts. People who take drugs become drug addicts. 
um, to not lay any to 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 just lay all the blame on a couple of guys from New York City who came up selling selling a product, and a bunch of bored, uneducated white people took and fucked their lives over. That's on you. When you start when you make choices that continuously destroy your life and the life of people around you, that's on you. No one's forcing you to do drugs. No one's forcing you to spend your money to buy drugs. No one comes up to you and go with a gun to your head and go, hey, you're going to buy this crack. You're not going to smoke this crack anymore. What you're going to do is put a spoon down, boil it up, liquefy it, put in a needle, inject it in your arm so you get super high. And then two hours later, you're going to have to find me again so I can put a gun to your head and make you buy more crack. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. You know what people, you know what entices young people? New shit, different shit. And unfortunately, in the state that I live in, in Vermont, if you live in the middle of fucking nowhere, there ain't shit to do. You might have a bowling alley, maybe a roller rink. But what you got a lot of is time and nothing to fucking do. Your parents might have a lot of land. Your parents might be well off. You might have two houses. You know, you might have a lot of things. But you got time and nothing to do with it. So if you're not a hunter, you're not a fisherman, you don't like camping. And you live about three miles from your friends. Or the middle of town, you know, where you can actually hang out at the park and do shit, you know, constructively. You go. You get in a car, somebody picks you up, you go to a house, people are getting fucked up, you start getting fucked up, maybe it starts with a little weed, maybe it starts with a couple Coors Lights, a couple Paps, maybe a Corona, a Heineken, then you start drinking some Hennessy, some Hypnotic, you get a little, uh, what did they have back then, what was that, oh, Absolute, Smirnoff. Start drinking a couple Zimas, some Twisted Teas. Then you start shooting up, smoking crack. You start shooting up crack, doing heroin, doing methadone. And your life's off the rails. Now every minute of your day is based on getting your fix. So you can skip me with these people, with anybody, blaming a drug dealer for the path that you took in life. Is selling drugs, addictive drugs to unknowing, you know, you know, to uneducated people, the best thing in the world? Absolutely not. I mean, absolutely. No, no, absolutely not. Not the best thing as a human being to be hurting other, well, to providing a product that could hurt other human beings and doing it with the guise of being a friend or something like that or you know, maybe being uh, a sexual, you know, uh, a sexual deity to these people. You know, a lot of, a lot of girls, unfortunately, I shouldn't say unfortunately, a lot of girls get enticed by things that, things or people that they aren't around all the time. And there's not a lot of, there's not a huge black population in the state that I live in and, and, you know. You can go down the wrong path sometimes. It's just the way it is. You know, and the, and the uh, at the time, 
don't know what these people are up to now. They're probably in jail or dead. I don't, I mean, I couldn't tell you. Drug dealing usually only leads to that kind of thing. But, you know, these people, obviously, these guys took advantage of a situation. They made money off these people. And usually, they're going to provide some kind of uh, false safe haven to either a place to do the drug or, you know, like the drug's not that bad or something like that. It takes a long time, especially if you're a teenager, because you don't have any understanding or knowledge about what the fuck's going on. And your parents probably don't know because they're not paying attention. You got 30-year-old, 40-year-old parents who don't know what the fuck's going on. They're not watching what's going on. They're lost. And, you know, the road becomes unraveled. And there's victims to this shit all the time. It's not just a couple white girls. It's it's a whole it's a whole society that gets demolished. Families get demolished. You know, it just becomes a a un, an un, a never ending um, debacle. So I, I just I just it really grinds my gears. I love that little term. That's an old old term and. Uh, really fun i think jerry seinfeld used to say it but it's just it just pisses me off is what grind my gears is pisses me off it really pisses me off when i hear some some guy who's you know, obviously invested in the case um blame the drug dealers for anything that happens because somebody some people are taking drugs listen your kids are idiots if they're if they're taking drugs and becoming addicted to a drug if they're buying drugs illegally, if you're buying drugs from a person that you hang out with or you're fucking who's not a doctor or a, uh, what the fuck is that? I'm t- I can't, I can't believe it's, 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 it's escaping me now twice in this podcast. What the name of that a pharmacist, if it ain't a pharmacist or a doctor who's prescribing a drug or giving you a drug, you shouldn't be taking it unless you know what the fuck you're doing. Like, I'm not getting weed from no random fuckboys, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I probably am at the end of the day because I don't know where it's actually coming from, but I'll tell you one thing. I know where to get some good-ass dope, some good-ass chronic, but I don't extend my hand further than that. I ain't out there doing any white angels, some white death I'm not doing opioids. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Give me some psilocybin or something like that. I might be okay with it. But you know what scares me is that fentanyl shit. Because I don't know what they're putting fentanyl in. I don't know what, what, what the fuck is happening now here. Why people are still taking the chances with this shit. But I know they're sprinkling weed, uh, fentanyl and weed. Some, but I'm not getting that Manhattan brown anymore. So, you know, it's been a long time. Since I left you without a fat pre-roll to get step to Neptunes, Neptunes. But it just pisses me off when they're blaming a drug dealer and not setting blame on the people taking the drugs. I can understand the opioid crisis in like, you know, when it started uh, started in, uh, you know, West Virginia, Kentucky because of that fucking Purdue family, Purdue Pharma. The Sackler family, those fucking rats. I hope those people burn in like a a devastating fucking accident. 
Those people should burn. They killed fucking thousands of people. Still, to this day, they're doing it. And, uh, you know, for that, I have no uh, no grief, no relief for those kind of people. Like I said, you know, you've heard how I feel about certain people that should be drawn and quartered in public in town, in the town square for public consumption. Maybe that'll change a couple of views for some people. And we have enough cameras and social media to, we can pin that and make that viral as soon as possible. Let's fix a few problems. And I think I, I got a few ideas how we could fix it. So if you people want, if you people want to put me on a ballot, I'm happy to take it. You can't, no one's going to cancel me because I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You can put my name through the ringer on my, on my shit. I don't give a fuck. Because I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm taking that Ric Flair. Woo! And getting the fuck on with that shit. You could skip me with all that bullshit. But I do have a conscience. I have a care. I love what I love. I hate what I hate. I move on. And uh, like I say, you gotta, you gotta move on. Life's too short for this shit. Don't get, don't get so entrapped and thrilled with the nonsense. Just do the shit you want to do. You know, experiment, experiment with, you know, things that you're not used to. And I'm not talking about drugs. I'm talking about life. Go on a little sledding spree this winter. If you know, you know, get a little snow in a hill. Build a snowman. Give back to the, give back to the unfortunate. And, uh, you know, just know that it ain't the drug dealers causing the deaths. It's the fucking druggies. You know, if you do enough drugs in life, you probably is not an easy way back. You know, you stay on that train long enough, you might not get that boarding pass to get the fuck off. Guy ain't gonna be punching that ticket to leave. You might see the Grim Reaper with that Sith, the old Sith. Speaking of Sith, uh, I think it's Sith, the Scythe or whatever. Who gives a fuck? What it's S C Y T H E. I believe sickle. Is it the sickle, they call it? Sickle cell? Anyway, uh, got to hit you with a few movies. Obviously, Halloween time coming up. I watched The Exorcist Believer. This is like the fifth Exorcist they put out. Meh, meh, meh. You know, if you like uh, The Devil or God or something like that, watch it. Give it a, give it a run, but don't get any popcorn for it because it's fucking garbage. Um, second one is The Nun 2. I don't know if I talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago. Watch this movie. Oh, my God, man. They just can't do it anymore. They just can't make a good fucking... Why not just make a good Bigfoot movie? Make a good Bigfoot movie. Make a good Loch Ness Monster movie. You could do sequels of it if you just do it smart. Don't make it cheesy like Anaconda or some shit. Don't make it like the Lake Placid. Well, Lake Placid wasn't that bad, but it's just cheesy. It don't have to be a 50-foot fucking alligator. You know, piranhas do enough damage. I mean, there's insects in the Amazon that do enough damage. Make a good scary movie. It's always got to be about religion. It's scary shit. These fucking demonic nonsense. You know, I thought when I just said that, I thought the lights were going to flicker and shit. Don't worry, I took a shower. Nobody's here. I took a shower with a light on. I ain't scared. But, you know, sometimes you gotta be. I guess that's just the uh, conscious mind doing its magic. Who knows what's happening in those brain waves up there. 
Maybe a little little bit will fix that off for me. I'm going to get out of here, folks. I hope everyone uh, has a good middle of August weekend. Have a little fun this weekend. I'm going to watch a little football. Maybe see a couple people I haven't on Sunday. Just going to relax. Try to stay as sober as possible. Have a couple body armors. Have a couple body armors. Play a little 2K. Watch a little YouTube. See a couple movies. And, uh, you know, just get back at it. You know, got some got some good, good sales this week. Getting back on the train. Getting back in the, in the, the you know, filling the war chest for the big winter drops. Big winter drops. Hopefully you get those reversed Grinches. That's what I really want for the personal. Want those for the personal for sure. And, uh. You know, hope uh, eat well. Get out there, eat well. Experiment with the foods. Have a little. Uh, try. The, I'm gonna try it, but I uh, momofuka, momofuku, should say. They have a a great. Uh, I think they have. They're selling their noodles online now. This is David Chang's restaurant, and uh, you can buy those online now. It's like a ramen, but they have, uh, you know, these. this is, should be a nice, nice quality product. Not like a powder packet. It's like the, uh, like the sauce kind of way. It's like a sauce inside. Good noodles. It looks like really good noodles. And you can, uh, you can doctor them up a little bit, you know, put a little, put a couple, uh, little pork belly in there in the air fryer. You know, do a little uh, pork loin. Do some uh, Chinese meatballs or something. Do a little beef. Shaved beef. A lot of things you can do. Scallions, onions, eggs. Mongolian beef. Experiment a little bit. And remember, be cool, motherfuckers. Be cool. You ain't ready for war. You ready to rap. You ready to talk.